snipers price january 19th this wednesday bitcoin's daily candle with a high of forty one thousand nine hundred and fifty this is the first daily candle that has opened fully below the $41,950 level and has yet to get above it so far. I have a feeling it's going to get above it because it looks like we're still stalled out here between the range of $41,950 and $44,800. But check this headline out. Enormous volatility imminent for Bitcoin. Notice how it says here the open interest right now in derivative markets are around 250,000 Bitcoin and an open interest above 250,000 Bitcoin has coincided with volatility spikes in the past. So that means that a move is coming here very soon. The crypto fear and greed index still at extreme fear. And I want to take a look at some on chain metrics today because notice how Bitcoin futures volumes on perpetual contracts right now are just continuing to decline. But this doesn't necessarily mean that it's a bearish sign because look at what's happening here on Glassnode. These are the three most important Glassnode alerts that have come out in the last 24 hours. One of them saying that Bitcoin futures open interest just reached an 11th month low and the previous 11th month low was on the 23rd of May. And notice how what happened here around the 23rd of May in 2021, that was when Bitcoin bottomed out and there was a period of time where there was accumulation happening and then at some point or another we broke out really it was late july that we broke out and notice how these two other glass note alerts that were last observed in july of 2021 both on the table here the same exact time frame when bitcoin bottomed out they have just signaled another alert here one of them being the number of exchange deposits just now reaching a 14th month low last time that happened was in july for that bottom that we saw for bitcoin and then the number of exchange deposits another six month low last time that happened was in july when bitcoin bottomed out so the question is are we going to be seeing this volatility to the upside or downside of course well notice how daily on-chain exchange flow right now all we've seen come into exchanges is USDT, US dollars. What are US dollars used for on exchanges? To purchase Bitcoin, to purchase Ethereum. We're actually seeing a net flow of a negative for Ethereum and Bitcoin from exchanges today. And so a lot of people are being bearish right now about Bitcoin because we've stalled out at 41,950. But the question is, with on-chain metrics being extremely bullish and the potential downside here, I think we've talked about this enough. If we see downside from 41,950, there's very minimal room for Bitcoin to either come down to 38,000, start to see some volume come in there, or the worst case scenario, potentially under the $33,000 level. And guess what that does? It keeps us in a macro bull trend inside of this extremely important macro channel that Bitcoin has only tested the support of pretty much twice. The first test was when it was resistance. Then we broke out to new all time highs and then we've tested this channel support, this macro channel market structural support only twice. We've yet to test it a third time. Thirty three thousand being the max downside that I believe Bitcoin can see in the short term right now. You guys know that. For those that have been tuned into the channel, we've been talking about that $38,000 to $34,788 level being the max amount of downside. But I'm going to take a little bit of a different route than most analysts. And instead of talking about bearish 
scenarios. There are some bearish puzzle pieces on the table that we'll talk about today, like what's happening to traditional markets and S&P 500, and then possibly talk a little bit about gold. People are saying that we're going to see a major breakout there with gold. That's not necessarily a great thing for any market because that shows fear in institutional capital. And then we'll talk about some altcoins for those that are tuned into our live chat. I see we have Cognition, Bruce, and Tristan on the live stream. Throw your altcoin requests on the chat right now before we end our analysis so that as soon as we're done, we can go into those altcoins. But first, I want to talk about the bullish case here for Bitcoin right now is we have to conquer this $44,800 level. If we can get above 44,800, that's the validation that we're going to potentially see Bitcoin get back towards 50,000 US dollars, get towards this 200 day moving average, potentially get the opportunity to test the midpoint of this macro channel around the $53,000 level where guess what? The 20 week moving average is sitting around here for Bitcoin. And so 44,800 is the confirmation. We know that for those that have been tuned into the Cypress channel, but we're just seeing Bitcoin stall out as we have over the last few days. And so the question is, what are the early signs that we're going to be seeing this reversal? If we're expecting volatility to come soon, what are the potential scenarios for Bitcoin? Well, so far below 40,000, we know institutional volume came in and that was a low that was formed. And until that point, we have yet to see Bitcoin test levels below that level. You guys know that for that, uh, those who have been tuned in the channel. So, so far, we can just consider what has happened with price action since January 10th to have been forming a higher low. And with Bitcoin having a cup of coffee at 41,950, we know that's the major level to watch. There's a reason our previous weekly open was at 41,950. We really want to start monitoring the volume on the smaller time frames over the next few days because we know volatility is coming soon. And if we start to see a push above 41,950 with decisiveness back towards 44,800, that's going to be the early sign that we're seeing this reverse to the upside. And that would follow the fundamentals that Bitcoin has followed in the past, where we're seeing accumulation occur at these oversold levels with Bitcoin down over 40% from the all time highs. But 41,950, if we start to free fall away, we have to be ready for those long positions around 38,000 towards that $33,000 level, because I believe that we've already seen the institutional volume come in below 40,000. I believe this is where we're going to start to see institutional volume on the six hour chart come in and it could come in in different ways. It could come in on a test of major support or it could come in on a breakout of major resistance, which at this point would be 44,800. And what I mean by institutional volume is watching the six hour chart, because guess what? Since Bitcoin has hit 69,000 US dollars, we have yet to see institutional volume compared to the amount of sell pressure that has been in the market. But that doesn't mean that we're going to see continued downside when there's a net inflow of USDT coming into exchanges and an outflow of Bitcoin and Ethereum. That's when the fundamentals are clearly on the bullish side. And at any point in time that USDT moves into Bitcoin and we see a huge bar of green come in. And guess what? That ends up being a bottom. Everyone's like, well, I knew Bitcoin was only going to come down to 40,000. I mean, that was pretty obvious, right? Now it's at 50,000, right? So that's kind of the mindset. You buy the fear and you sell the greed. And we've seen that happen many times in the past where 
these large spikes of institutional buy volume come in and that ends up being the bottom, right? We see continuation, we see potentially even price discovery after these institutional spikes of buy pressure on the six hour chart. That's the institutional time frame. Four hour chart, too popular with traders. They're not gonna put the volume on that chart. And so that's what we're monitoring here for Bitcoin. I see we already have a couple altcoins on our live trial. Bruce and Caesar on the live stream. Go back to popping the can. I've got some Zevia today, no LaCroix. But this is a zero, zero calorie soda. Uh, just to ensure that I'm in my calorie deficit right now. I'm in a uh, bulking slash cutting phase, um, trying to just maintain muscle. But <laughs> that's besides the point. If you want to follow me on Instagram, I post a lot more about my personal health journey there. But anyways, Ethereum US dollar price. I do want to talk about some bearish puzzle pieces that are on the table. Now, when I say they're bearish, what we're saying is that in the current moment, in the current present time, we are at oversold levels when it comes to US dollar valuations for a lot of these cryptocurrencies. And because of that, we are seeing some bearish puzzle pieces. One of those bearish puzzle pieces is the fact that Ethereum on the weekly candle has had two weekly candles fully below right now, 3454, which is an extremely important resistance level. What does that mean to me? Well, to me, that says that it's in a very fragile area where there's a lot of potential volatility for Ethereum potentially even come down to 2650, 1980, because this is the range that we're in being below 3454. And why is that important? Well, Ethereum is going to lead the total cryptocurrency market cap because it leads the altcoins in this market. And the Ethereum to Bitcoin chart, notice right now, sitting at 75,000 associates with our previous weekly open, that's there for a reason. It's the midpoint of this channel in the macro that Ethereum is in. And it's also the structural support that we're currently trying to hold. And the bulls really need to maintain 75,000 Satoshis for Ethereum in order for Ethereum to continue its upside against Bitcoin and potentially lead the other altcoins up. And so right now, this is a very critical time to be monitoring the Ethereum to Bitcoin chart. So far, we are testing 75,000 Satoshis like we've never tested it before, right? So that is a bearish puzzle piece, but that doesn't mean things can't turn around here with volatility coming soon. We've already seen downside. Are we most likely going to see more downside or upside at this point with such a bullish market? You guys know Walmart entering the game, Microsoft entering the game, a lot of them entering the game when it comes to NFTs and metaverse type of uh, projects. And it's funny because you go to coin market cap and you look at what's performed the best in the last seven days. E-C-O-M-I, right? This O-M-I, O-M-I, this is a coin for NFTs, right? These are NFT projects, FTX token. Why is FTX doing so well? Well, they just recently launched their NFT marketplace, right? And so Cardano, Sunday Swap coming out. The fundamentals are still driving altcoins to the upside. That's the point here. And what that actually tells us is that we are potentially still in a bull market And that's clearly being shown here on the macro chart here with the coins that are factored in outside of Ethereum, still inside of this ascending triangle looking extremely bullish as if it wants to break out further up. If this happens, which so far it looks like there's a high potential this does happen, that could certainly drive the total cryptocurrency market cap further up. And that would also allow Bitcoin to see a relief rally to the upside, right? And we know when Bitcoin is consolidating the way it has been and it starts to see upside at any point, it can drive altcoins to see new all time highs. Notice here, total cryptocurrency market cap chart currently fully below 
the 200-day moving average. Another, another bearish puzzle piece on the table, but that doesn't mean things can't turn around here. Once again, we're gonna stick to the bullish case. I am a Bitcoin bull. We've been covering the market for over the last three years. I try my best to give unbiased analysis, but at the end of the day, we are extremely bullish on Bitcoin being the fact that we've covered it since it was at $3,000 till where it's at now with the high of 69,000. In the macro, we are still very bullish. Total market cap, bearish puzzle piece being fully below this 200-day moving average. If we go into this weekly chart, notice how we are fully below the 20-week moving average, but guess what? What are we actually holding so far with the bodies of our candles with a previous weekly open at 1.96 trillion, just around that $2 trillion big even on market cap is the 50-week moving average. So this is the first time we're testing the 50-week moving average since the total market cap has broken into new all-time highs. Could we assume that yes, right now it's bearish because we're at the potential bottom or close to the bottom, but it could turn around at some point. I think that that's a very valid case here sitting at this 50 week moving average yet to breach it just at that $2 trillion level. That's what we're going to want to monitor here for the total market cap. Now, let's just quickly talk about what's happening to traditional markets. S&P 500 is below its 20 week moving average right now with this weekly candle closing in a day and 20 hours. Pretty much got about 48 hours before this closes. Question is, are we going to stay below this 20 week moving average or is it going to be just like what happened in October of 2021 when we came below the 20 week moving average and then we continued to price discovery, see new all time highs. And guess what? Why wouldn't that happen with US oil showing so much strength right now, breaking into new yearly highs? It's obviously not being too affected by the Fed interest rate hikes that are potentially going to be coming here soon. Inflation narrative not affecting oil so far. This right here is, in my opinion, a pretty nice puzzle piece on the table with U.S. oil showing strength. Sometimes there's the inverse correlation between the strength of the dollar and U.S. oil. And notice how the strength of the dollar has been falling for the last few days. And so we have only seen a relief rally to test previous resistance. And so could we say this is the max upside for the DXY if we're going to actually start to break down here? That's on the table to come and close the week. And that's a very positive sign for the cryptocurrency market. And so I would say that the S&P 500, yes, it's below its 100 day moving average. It's currently below its 20 week moving average, but we've seen that happen time and time again. And it, the in the past, it's been a great opportunity to be accumulating positions into the traditional markets when that happens. And then a lot of people are saying gold is going to break out because it's inside of a triangle in the macro. And we do want to start monitoring gold, but we can't just sit here and say that we're going to see a breakout when we're still just flirting with resistance levels that we've flirted many times within the past probably over a dozen times have we been around that 1840 level where we're currently sitting at with oil or with gold and so i wouldn't say that we have a decisive breakout just yet but if we were to look at market structure yes we could show you guys this you know symmetrical triangle that's forming here for gold gold breaks out that could show fear but it has a long way to go in my opinion towards the apex at this point there's still no confirmation of this breakout and so Things couldn't look, I would say, more bearish on the more macro charts like the daily chart, the weekly chart, but the fundamentals are strong right now. And we're seeing altcoins perform that have fundamental value. We're seeing news for these coins like Cardano tomorrow with the Sunday swap launch. 2% up in the last seven days. Yeah, that's not phenomenal, but that's a lot better than some of the altcoins have been bleeding, like Helium, Link, Loopring. And you know, seeing the blood in the market is obviously a part of looking at the markets. 
but realize that a lot of these projects have seen immense gains in 2021. And so for a DeFi protocol like Compound to be down 14% over the last seven days, that is called bear market territory. That's why Kathy Woods is saying tech is in deep value territory right now. And I think that that's certainly here on the case and on the table because a lot of these projects that are down 15% over the last seven days, down 20% over the last seven days, like Algorand, Polygon, Avalanche, VeChain, these are strong projects. In 2022, we are gonna see a massive adoption of cryptocurrencies. And these are the projects that are gonna be building infrastructure. And these are where the developers are gonna be building platforms for more and more users to come on board in this market. And we see that happening every single day with new headlines. I mean, think about it. Microsoft acquiring Activision for $69 billion, one of the largest acquisitions in recent times, and it was a pure metaverse play. So you could sit here and say that Microsoft actually just invested $69 billion in the cryptocurrency market. I mean, we can put some, you know, uh, uh, disclaimers there because that's not exactly what they did, but that's a smart investment, right? Businesses love to invest in their own business. And so, you know, they're not gonna go and put 69 billion in a altcoin that is in the metaverse versus why not acquire Activision? They produced Call of Duty. They produced all of these hit games. I think Minecraft, right? Or some of these crazy games that could eventually come into the metaverse. When we talk metaverse, we're talking a potential coin being launched on a metaverse marketplace. And so we could look at this recent investment by Microsoft as an investment in the market that we're all in, that we're extremely bullish in. And so that's why I'm saying here, when Bitcoin is below its 200 day moving average, and when there has been a death cross in the past, it has been a great opportunity to be accumulating positions for the long term, those swing trade positions. And with Bitcoin, with a max downside scenario of around 30, 30, 33,000, in my opinion, now is the time to start looking at those long positions being so oversold here. I'd love to hear what your guys' thoughts are on the live stream. Caesar and Edward. Thank you, Edward says. Good to see you live. I see most of you guys don't really have too many altcoins to look at. So we're not going to do too many altcoin requests. And I'm totally fine with that on this video because we have seen a little bit of a slowdown. Uh, I do want to talk quickly about what's happening to Cardano because a lot of you guys were asking me about the target of $1.60 that we hit on the dot pretty much. And now we've seen a pretty strong rejection here. Uh, so Cardano to the US dollar pairing still inside of this channel, this descending channel the resistance was the exact target here at this 100 day moving average. I told you guys there was confluence with the 100 day moving average and the channel resistance. It was a no brainer to target that dollar $60 level. If Cardano stays below dollar 48. That's going to be the potential sign that it's going to potentially slow down into this launch of Sunday swap and maybe consolidate between the dollar 25 and dollar 48 dollar um, resistance. And so I think that that's the most likely case there. It's, it's just something we've seen time and time again, right? You buy the hype and then you sell the news, right? So tomorrow Sunday swap comes out. Congratulations, Charles Hoskinson. Great job. Time to go and even launch more projects on the Cardano. I mean, it's not in his control, of course, uh, but we can't wait to see more and more development on Cardano, right? So I think that it's it's interesting to see this. Uh, but remember, uh, Cardano and Bitcoin chart, a little bit of a different scenario. We actually broke out from the descending channel. So we didn't just stay there. And now you can see even if Cardano slows down in the macro, it could potentially have already started a reversal to the upside. And so we have to keep that in mind for some of these altcoins with the altcoin chart that factors in the coins outside of Ethereum being so bullish. Some of these altcoins 
could have already started their reversal to the upside. We may not see Cardano to Bitcoin chart show weakness below 3195 when it comes to the Cardano to Bitcoin chart because that in Satoshi value is the major support right now. We come below that, then now we have to watch these market structural levels showing confluence with the 50-day and 100-day moving average right around 2,800 Satoshis. And then you see this happening time and time again with many altcoins. We're currently watching Solana. I'm very bullish on Solana. I just want to quickly update you guys on this since we don't have many requests on the live stream, but that's totally understandable with the crypto fear and greed index at extreme fear. Maybe there aren't as many uh, people interested in altcoins right now, uh, especially with Bitcoin being below 41,950. Everyone knows that's the major level. I don't know if it's because they're watching the Sniper's channel or not, but remember to smash the like one for the YouTube algorithm so we can hit 100 likes on this video as we uh, ha uh, have been um, posting these live streams lately, which has been a little bit of a different um, setup than our normal videos. Solana sitting this 200-day moving average right now is it going to eventually find support here? I think that that could be the case with other altcoins like Cardano showing some strength against the news and fundamentals. Solana is still a very strong project. A lot of interoperability. So we're seeing Aave and some of these large platforms bring on the Solana ecosystem. And, and that's a very positive thing uh, for something like Solana. And so I think that it's very interesting to see what's happening right now in the cryptocurrency market. Um, 41,950 just got breached as we expected here. So no surprise, we're still gonna be stalling out here as long as we're at 41,950 and we're maintaining these daily candles. You can see there's not one candle that has uh, fully been below 41,950 on the daily chart. And so still some bullish puzzle pieces on the table. I think that we were having a good uh, shot at seeing a reversal in a bottom here very soon. And with that being said, thank you all for tuning into the Cypress channel today. Alicia says, what are your thoughts on XRP? Um, we'll cover Ripple in our next video. How about that? I don't have the chart pulled up here right now. And then let's see here. Noah says, when did you do airdrop? Will that increase volume? Sologenic. So it looks like there's not much going on on the chat. So with that, thank you all for tuning in this Wednesday night. And I appreciate each and every one of you snipers tuned into our channel. What an interesting time in the cryptocurrency market. Great to see a lot of these on-chain metrics that we covered here, uh, showing a lot of correlations to what was happening in July of 2021 when Bitcoin bottomed out around $28,000. All of these Glassnode alerts came out in the last 24 hours. And so these are extremely bullish puzzle pieces, as I've mentioned. We've got USDT inflow on exchanges, outflow of Ethereum and Bitcoin. That's a very positive sign coming into this week. Um, and so with that, thank you all for tuning in once again, and I'll see you guys next time.